The moment the door to the examination room clicked shut, Max Dutton pointed a finger at his longtime agent, Jason Caldwell. Dr. Stone is a quack. There's no way I'm paying some high-strung, skinny dietitian to follow me around for the next few weeks. You don't have a choice, Jason said. Not unless you intend to retire from the NFL a few years earlier than planned. Max snorted. A few hours in the hospital and they start threatening dismissal? Give me a break. You were there for two days, Jason argued. They just want to make sure you're living a healthier lifestyle before they sign you. Routine. Nothing personal. When it came to the franchise, Max thought, everything was personal. Max could see the frustration in his agent's eyes as he spoke. Listen, Max. The franchise wants a guy with quick reflexes, good eyesight, a sense of timing, and a responsible attitude towards safety. You're 33 years old. In football terms, that's retirement age. You've got to stop pretending you're still 22. I know you think you've got to squeeze a lot of life into the next few years, but things have to change. Unbelievable. No matter how many times he told his coach and his agent that he no longer attempted sky-high stoppies on his bike or attended wild parties on the weekends, they chose to believe the tabloids. He looked Jason square in the eyes. I'm tired of letting a bunch of suits tell me how to live my life. Don't throw it all away just because you might have to have someone following you around and telling you what to eat for a few weeks, Jason said. They're worried about you. Simple as that. They both looked toward the door as it opened. Dr. Stone re-entered the room, only this time he had a woman at his side. As Dr. Stone made the introductions, Max kept his gaze on the woman. She wasn't tall and skinny after all, nor was she short and fat. She was just right. Her dark, shiny hair was pulled back into a tight knot, revealing a heart-shaped face and creamy, flawless skin. She wore one of those crisp white doctor's coats over a pair of black slacks and practical shoes that made Max wince. Her eyes, though, matched the lush green hills overlooking Malibu Lake, thus making up for the shoes. Being a connoisseur of all things female, Max also noticed that the woman wore no jewelry and hardly any makeup. His sisters would have a field day if they could get their hands on her, doing her hair and adding a little color to her cheeks. The thought would have brought a smile to his face if the woman's eyes hadn't gone all wide and surprised the moment she looked at him. Is something wrong? Max asked her. No, she said. It's just that I, I can't help you. Max looked around the room to see if anyone else heard her. Jason didn't say a word. Dr. Stone just stood there and watched the woman turn about and head for the door. Max should have let her go. Hell, he didn't even want a nutritionist. But he found himself asking, Why not? With one hand on the doorknob, clearly eager to make her escape, she spared him a glance. I have another engagement. It completely slipped my mind. She turned to Dr. Stone. I'm sorry for any inconvenience I may have caused. Max stepped toward her. You have something against me personally, don't you? She looked him in the eyes. 
Of course not. I have no idea what you're talking about, Mr. Um. Mr. Um. He wasn't falling for it. The woman had recognized him the moment she walked through that door. Why else would her chin have hit her chest and her eyes popped out of her head? Max Dutton, he said, holding out a hand. She looked at his hand as if it might bite her, then reluctantly dropped her hand from the doorknob and shook his hand. Her fingers felt tense, her expression guarded, not the usual response he got from the ladies. Nice to meet you, Max, she said without sincerity. I should be going now. If you'd like, I could give you a couple of names of nutritionists who might be able to help you.